Good morning, T-Doodler here. I am pacing around my house today, so uh, you're gonna hear my foot steps. These are my wood stairs right now. I am avoiding working from home, which is something I feel incredibly stressed about all the time because I'm a teacher and I'm between two schools, and so that makes me feel like I always have two principals who might invade my home any second through email and email me a long list of things that they are missing from me or don't see or they expect from me and it turns my stomach even thinking about that. How's your work from home experience? How's your home experience? How do you have a job still? I'm sorry if that's a sore subject, but I mean, uh, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, and so I think every question is kind of going to hit some sensitive spots on us. I only recorded one version of this today, and it was about five seconds, and I hated the way I sounded, so I restarted it. And it's been about a minute now, and I'm not in the mood to delete this one. I'm working on getting more comfortable sharing my thinking and just talking to you uh, because you are here for whatever reason and I appreciate that. Um, but this is about me. This is about me and my mental struggles. <laughs> uh, to kind of give you a break from your own mental struggles, I guess. Um, oh, that's professional to just ask questions in the middle of this. I do want to be able to talk about things coherently without reading notes so that you feel like a friend, because we are friends. You're listening to this, I'm talking to you, and you're gonna send me a message on Instagram saying that you appreciate me talking about my life and getting to know me. And so I was just clipping my nails over the toilet. Do you do that? Do you, like, I think that's an interesting question. How do people groom their nails especially if they clip them, like, what do you do? Like, it's not ever really a, a glamorous situation when you're clipping your own toenails or fingernails in a house. And so, I mean, I'm picturing myself hunched over my toilet, clipping my fingers, fingernails, and it's landing in the toilet. And I was just so sad. I was reviewing or not reviewing, feeling my feelings about my ex. And it just hit me like, I do have feelings about him and I've been bottling them up recently, trying not to feel them because I'm trying to distract myself with other things so that I don't get incredibly sad. But let me tell you, when you're hunched over your own toilet, clipping your fingernails so that's where they land, and then you flush it and you're just like, oh, I'm alone. <laughs> oh, God. So um, I'm going to be sharing things like that so that um, you get to know me and little things you didn't want to know. And I didn't do my toes yet because I'll probably become even more depressed as I look at my feet and think, oh, why does this even matter? Um, but it does matter. We need to do these little grooming things to feel good about ourselves and to uh, be able to, I don't know, look at our own feet and not be disgusted. So 
what else did I want to talk about? I wanted to talk about the stress of working from home, which is very real, or just being home nonstop. But at the same time, I like it. I like being on my own. I like being able to be in my own space. I've been much more creative with the things I'm posting on Instagram, or I feel like I'm in my flow. What gets you in your flow? What is uh, that thing that you can get lost doing? Because let me tell you, that's been critical for me, surviving stay-at-home directions, because it's a way to feel productive in a sense where you're not necessarily getting anything done, but you're not in a negative headspace and your hands are moving or your mind is busy because I cannot sit and watch much TV. I'm able to watch short things on YouTube. I'm able to doodle or craft for a few minutes, but mostly I just pace around my house and like, that's what I'm doing right now. And it's like a shark. I have to keep moving or else I will die. Uh, Death is on my mind a lot because it always is. In my first therapy session, when we were reviewing what we wanted to talk about, I was very clear to say, I'm terrified of dying. And it has not come up since because we spend all the time talking about my narrative that I tell myself. And that's what I was going through, clipping my fingernails earlier, that I was just playing in my head that like, I loved him and he never loved me and now it's sad. Oh, let's get into it. It's sad that I am hunched over my toilet and missing him and I thought of the term lovesick. Like, this is what it is. Like, I still feel lovesick. And we broke up four months ago and I guess I have such a pressure to get over it really fast and... I know that's not how it works, but I was just feeling pathetic and sad and rejected, and that's not a good feeling. So then I thought, oh, that's a narrative I'm telling myself that I'm pathetic for feeling these feelings. And I create this picture in my mind that he is laughing with this new guy that he left me for, um, who is a mutual friend. And that's a story. Like, I don't even have all the facts when... I did text with my ex. He was like, we're not together. We're both single and we're, they both got out of relationships, if that makes sense. And they've been, he says, my ex says he's still processing his breakup with me and he's still very much single, but he, in the future is moving, he's moving towards dating this other guy. Um, But he mentioned this guy in, the breakup conversation where he said, I want to be open to exploring my feelings for this other person. And in my book, that's you're leaving me for someone else. And so the story I tell myself is that they're constantly frolicking, holding hands, and they're just extremely happy. And that's not factual. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their dynamic is. And so I'm going to try to turn to this medium to get this out and talk about it and hope that it diffuses the narrative, which is what my therapist tells me to do, to start noticing when you have unproductive thoughts and diffuse it and then to hopefully replace it with more productive, helpful thinking. 
And I'm going to give myself credit that I jumped up from the toilet and, oh, I wasn't like, oh, if you're picturing me like sitting with my butt on the toilet, that's not what I mean. I'm on the floor hovering over it. I think that was clear. I need to stop talking about me on the toilet um, or being near it. You don't need to know that. But so I did notice this unproductive thinking and then I thought, how can I diffuse it? Well, now that I'm on here, I can talk about it. And so I just talked about this for about nine minutes and I'm noticing I feel a bit better after letting it out. And so now the part is productive thinking. And I think I hit on that before when I said, it's been four months. Well, I was with this person for two and a half years. That's a long time. Um, did it just sound like my voice was breaking and I was gonna cry, but I just had to swallow some saliva. Uh, so that sounded weird, but it's okay that I'm still processing things. I can miss him and feel affection. And that doesn't mean that I'm sad or pathetic. Uh, I wonder what that's about. Like, why do I just, that's where I go. I, that I'm feeling sad and pathetic and people are judging me and even thinking like, oh, you're alone in your house and you're single. But actually I, really enjoy it. I enjoy getting to pace around my house and no one's making noise or bothering me. And I get to do fun, creative things like this. And I was puzzling all morning and working on the edge pieces instead of being on my laptop, being available as a teacher, because what are we doing? If you have kids, I know you hate this distance learning thing for the most part, or I'm imagining you are, you have strong feelings about it. Teachers have strong feelings about it. And it just seems a little desperate. If you ask me that like, we're all just so aggressively, like how do we continue learning when there's a global pandemic? And so if you're curious about my opinion as a teacher, I'm just, I don't have anything refined to say other than if it's between your student your child sitting on a laptop and looking at a Zoom meeting, if it's between that and going in the backyard and playing with a pile of dirt, I'd rather they play with the pile of dirt. I mean, get outside and just like enjoy what you're doing. And like kids should be learning about what they want to be learning. And I think that like having a book is important. Like what? turn to a book when you're bored and turn the closed captions on on TV. I mean, this is ridiculous right now. I speak, I, I teach English as a second language. So how am I supposed to teach kids English when, I mean, all they have is a tablet and we're going through a crisis right now. I mean, oh, wow. Uh, now I have the panic that one of my principals is gonna find this and think I'm a horrible person. Here's more of a narrative. No one cares. No one's gonna find this. You're not even gonna find this, um, but you found it. So here we are. I'm also thinking about 
the weight I've been gaining um, and trying not to beat myself up about it because my body just wants to eat. And I think that's logical that with this prolonged stress that eating is going to be comforting. Um, and so I'm trying to embrace, you know, body positivity and not fat shame myself, which I, I that would be an interesting measure. Um, how many times a day do I unconsciously, subconsciously, or consciously fat shame myself? Uh, I wish there was like a chip I could put in my brain to count that. Um, but I do like that my butt's getting bigger. <laughs> it really is. I've always been like on the thinner side and now that it's bigger, it's like, oh, that's great. Um, you know, more fun for everyone, I guess. And then, um, oh, I also wanted to come on here and just kind of think out loud about something I, I've done that I initially feel shameful and guilty about and stupid and uh, selfish. And I need to, like, I guess, hash this out a little bit uh, to just hear it out loud. So um, I have not been spending money on anything. I'm fortunate to still get my paycheck uh, that I feel guilt that I'm not working hard enough for. Um, and I did get a stimulus check. And so I was really into Instagram and people following me and getting likes, which is such a superficial feeling, but I do enjoy that, I guess, dopamine hit that someone liked my post and I'm getting some followers. And then I was like, oh my God, I've never done this before, but I can pay to boost my Instagram. And so I paid um, different amounts for different posts to be promoted. And I felt so guilty about it. Like, oh my God, you're cheating. You're cheating. You're, you're paying money that some people don't even have right now. Some people need this money for food and you're paying Instagram, which is owned by Facebook. And so that's like one way I think about it. And I feel so guilty and shameful about it. And then here's the, the flip side. I am basically like negative dollars with everything I do on Instagram or anything I've ever done in terms of recovery, which is fine. Like I do it for me. And in a sense, I'm actually like, I'm spending my own money in order to spread a message of positivity and you don't need to drink right now. And I think I was doing it because um, a big conversation right now is the increase of alcohol related memes and how it seems like the normal thing is to drink a lot during stay-at-home orders. And I think I was like, well, maybe if I can help someone by paying money to get my message on their feed, like that would feel good. So it's almost like a donation. Uh, but saying this out loud, I think I do need to like find some people who really need the money, like a local business. I know I should spend this money on local businesses um, aside from grocery shopping. And so I am going to go forward with two things. I'm going to forgive myself for 
giving money to Instagram. I'm going to feel good about maybe helping someone who will see those paid posts. And then I will go forward with the awareness that I think local businesses need this money and I will keep an eye out for those opportunities. And I know this was all over the place, but that's kind of how I am. So maybe you'll like that because I can change topics pretty quickly and then uh, give you a little bit of content to keep you company, to get to know someone who is uh, doing their daily effort to not go um, off the deep end, to not turn to old destructive habits. And if you're like me, I just, I'm really impressed by that. I'm impressed by myself not drinking during this epidemic, pandemic. What's the difference between those two things? Um, I could look it up. I don't need to burden you with that question. All right, now the um, big question is, am I gonna delete this or am I gonna keep it? I'm gonna keep it and just add it to the queue because maybe there's a gem in there that uh, you might find in it. Oh, that's, I'm, so I'm, I was able to listen to my first episode. I'm not going to be able to listen to this one. I'm just going to have to post it and never think about it again. Uh, but here goes. So I hope you have a really nice day. Bye-bye.